All right, guys. First question of the night. Biggest pet peeve on a golf course? Biggest pet peeve for me is, first of all, just not taking care of the course, so not fixing divots, not filling divots in the fairway with, with sand. You know, just it's a beautiful course that you're playing on. You got the privilege to pay, play on it. Just take care of what you got. Okay. Dylan? Um I don't fix all of my divots in the fairway, <laughs> so don't hate me. But <laughs> we don't have sand at the Muni, so not my fault. But I'll fix a few divots on the green as long as I don't got to put up with a group of, like, four people in front of me, slow, just super slow. And, like, you see a thing. I mean, I'm not saying I'm trying to be up somebody's, like, butt on the car course all day, but, I mean... A few holes, cool. Let me go by. I'll be out of your way in sure. legit like 10 seconds. But when they just sit there and they see you back there, and then they're just like, he can wait. And you're just sitting there for 20 minutes a hole. And I would like to so punch you're somebody never, in the throat. You're never skipping like a hole, right? You're like, okay, fine. If you're not going to let me golf in front of you, I'll wait. Because some people will just go, all right, I'm yeah. just going to go a hole no, in front. I, I mean, I know. I mean, we're pretty much on the same page on this, but we're trying to shoot a course record every time we step out there, so <laughs> yeah. can't be skipping holes and shooting course records, you know what I mean? What's the course record here? Um, not low enough, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the Muni it's 60. I think it's 12 under. Wow. Chris Baltzell. And then at the RCC, I think it's 63, 8 under. Wow. So I the RCC <laughs> one's in play. The Muni one, man. Yeah, I think gotta, that, that might be low enough. <laughs> you got to shoot 59. That's, uh, yeah, not even from the Reds. I don't think me, me or you are doing that. But Wow. Okay, so what's the closest you've gotten? The best I've shot at the Muni is a 68. Mm. But I shot 64 at the club, so one back Dang. from the course record. Okay. And I missed two four-footers in that round. But I made a lot of long ones, too, and – stoned a bunch of wedges real close so i think it evened out but you know that one's in play at least um eight under is a little more gettable than, than 12. 12 yeah um, yeah that's geez. wild no kidding and chris is such a nice guy to you <laughs> all right so guys today welcome to the all sports best podcast i'm trey gonzalez we are here with dylan dominguez and trey scallions um here as scratch golfers so they're going to be our representatives for golf uh on the podcast today and got plenty of questions for you guys lots of people obviously love golf i feel like it's maybe more popular than ever yeah it's definitely so? growing sure. yeah. yeah yeah since covid it's it's really picked up a lot which is great yeah and that's actually what i was gonna ask was like why is it even after covid because obviously covid it was like what can we do we can't go play basketball yeah. indoors yep. we can't do anything like that uh, but we can go play with some pool noodles on the golf course <laughs> yeah. you know which yeah. obviously saved lives the pool noodles. Pool. In the, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. You guys might not be here if it wasn't for yeah. this. Yeah. One of my favorite yeah, TikTok videos or whatever is that dude's like just ramming it That's, right at I the pin. I did it a few times. <laughs> I didn't even lie. He's like, hit the pool noodle, count yeah. it. Oh, I'm 16 under through 14 holes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah that was... One of the funnier things, I think. But, yeah, we were all out there playing COVID uh, golf, yep. and that's how I started to love it. I never thought golf was kind of – I didn't even think golf was really that cool until that yeah. time. And then, you know, you notice guys that are really good at it, and you're like, okay, I want to chase them. I'll never get there. But you guys are getting there. Um, so I wanted to kind of just – what else do you think can propel the sport forward? You know, we see Netflix shows and, and, yeah. and guys like – icons like tiger but but what else could maybe make people more excited about golf i mean i would think just making it more accessible like in reality it's still an expensive sport at the end of the day all the equipment fees to play golf clothes clothes yeah everything Cause so a lot of places you have to wear like a uh what's it called shirt yeah, and, shirt yeah you know and and there's a lot of good programs in place you got the first tee and stuff like that but, supply equipment uh, to the kids um, but I think there's still plenty of room for improvement for that because it's getting kids outside um, you just I don't know what the answer is but I think just making it more accessible more affordable would would really go a long way um, yeah 
it's okay. it's hard to start when you're a kid. If, yeah. Especially if you're doing, you know, competing, you want to play all these other sports. Parents are on a on a fixed budget. I know I I ran into that growing up. So they're like, we can't buy you a whole new set of clubs, but here's maybe a couple we found at Goodwill or yeah. whatever. And yeah. And that you know that's that's good enough for a lot of kids if it's and it at least gets you started and they're having fun. That's that's plenty good. But just all around, I don't know like what the answer is, but just making it more accessible. Yeah, well, some courses, yeah. like you guys said, make you wear collared shirts. But how many courses, how many courses make you wear double popped collared shirts like you've got on right now, Dylan? <laughs> well, um, how many mandate that? This is a Carlsbad special right here for all you watching at home. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. All right, so um, you know, obviously, a lot of people that love golf and, and consume golf content are beginners. People that are like me, they're going out for fun. They're gonna get some drinks. They're gonna yeah. just play and, and hope they get better and have a lot of fun in, in scrambles and things like that. Um, so if you were to say, you know, maybe one piece of advice for somebody to get started, like, you know, don't buy super expensive stuff or no, don't go and pay for these crazy lessons or whatever. What would you say that people do? And you're like, just don't do that. Just don't be buying like a brand new, brand new set of clubs and don't be buying like the full fledged set that they sell like at big five for like 65 bucks mm. like you can get you a really good like used set on ebay for like spend the 200 300 get like an old set of titleists or taylor maids or mizunos or whatever you can be better off with those because you can as you progress you can still use those until yeah. you're ready to get you a brand new set yeah and i think for, for beginners like you might not have to go and pay like you know rates for someone that's you know accredited to give lessons or, or whatever the word is certified um it's pretty expensive like if you want to go get legit lessons but yeah if you got buddies you know that have you know been playing just any bit longer than you and they at least know some of the fundamentals take full advantage of that just ask questions get out there on the range hit balls trial and error yeah um, don't be afraid watch to youtube dumb. videos like yeah there's so much stuff out there now like it gets me in trouble like i'll just be watching YouTube videos, and this guy's like, here's how you hit a fade. It's like, man, I've never hit a fade in my life, but <laughs> I'm going to try this, and then I'm yeah. going to end up double-crossing and hitting it out of bounds to the left instead of the right. But, um, yeah, just kind of just starting simple, like Dylan said. You don't need three or $4,000 worth of clubs. Yeah. Um, technology's changing every year, but you can even go back. 10 years yeah and they're it's still, still good. plenty good enough yeah um, to get you started so stuff like that and don't well, don't be afraid to look dumb either like we all even like i mean i appreciate the credit i'm not a scratch golfer i'm like a three handicap but like oh my i started somewhere <laughs> and i looked like a complete idiot like i was so mm. like nervous to be out like in front of people especially like other people that were good golfers and i'm like man they're just looking at me like what the heck is this guy doing out here and like now that I'm kind of like in their shoes, it's just like they're like, "Hey, sorry, man." And I'm like, "Do you don't you don't need to apologize? We all started somewhere. Yeah. Like we all looked like that when we started. Very few people just come out of the womb with like a perfect golf swing or something. And mm -hmm. everybody swings the club different. So sure. No, absolutely. Don't I mean, get I've been discouraged. I've, I've played with you before, and I will say that you are very yeah. patient, which is good because I am way behind the curve. Um, so yeah, that, that definitely helps, I think, when you're starting out, like you said, I mean, play with somebody that's yeah. a little bit better than you, but that also has patience because, you know, you've, you've also go to the other side of the spectrum and it's like, yeah, sure, you play, fine. And then it's just like, dude, come on, hurry up, pick your ball up, let's go. And, yeah. and that's like the worst, to me, that's one of the worst people to play with yeah. at my no, level. Now you no. guys, I don't know, you guys probably deal with some jerks, but it doesn't seem that way because no, you're good enough. No, I don't care how good you are. It I get I'll get frustrated if you're like a douchebag on the course. Like I don't <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I'll get I was like, golly, man. Or like when you're just like cussing out every single time you like, okay, yeah, dude, you hit this and you did this. I don't particularly want to hear about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. That is yeah, so that's actually another thing. You know, we talk about pet peeves at the beginning, but moving to people, like who is the worst person? 
to play with on a golf course? If you if you could like profile somebody, no names, Trey, necessary. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just point at each other immediately. I'm pretty good at talking under my breath and just being self-deprecating. Not so much just like. So I'd say the worst is like when they're just like just blatantly like loud cursing, slamming mm. clubs, like. Dude, none of us are on tour. Some of the guys on tour act like that every now and then, but they're so good. Like when they had a bad yeah. shot, they're like have a reason to blow up. They're playing I guess. for millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah too. Yeah, yeah. So True. people that are just like crazy loud, just lunatics, and then also just the people that like just talk about every single shot for like ten minutes before they yeah. hit the shot. Like those we're are not mine. playing with caddies anywhere around here. Um, you don't need to be talking to your buddy about like, oh, I think I'm gonna hit this like little flighted wedge. It's gonna carry 87 yards. Like, no, you're not, dude. Yeah. Just hit the ball. <laughs> it's not like, happening. And even if you do, more power to you. Yeah. But we don't need to go over the whole just A to Z before you get there. Just, you ain't hit a green all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, yeah. So yeah, like just being real slow because you're talking so much and you want to talk about every single shot before and after. Be like, oh, I just missed that one. And then you just keep going and going and going. It's like that's fine. Like. I'm pretty good at getting on to myself, but I'm just like, you stink so bad. That was the worst shot ever. And then you move on to the next one, right on up. Yeah. Just keep it moving. So yeah. those couple of things for me. Yeah. That's what why, about you? I, that's why I really like playing with them because, like, both of us really don't get super, like, frustrated. And when we do, it's just like I he gets under his breath, and then me, I just kind of get – quiet or i'll hit it like a bad shot and be like nice shot you freaking loser and <laughs> like i almost i almost hit him today he bladed a wedge over the green and i was like watch out and he's like i was like what are we doing out here but then that's pretty much like the end of it you know right, what I mean? yeah yeah you, i don't know like and it, it's not like it's like you see a trend where it's like young people act a certain way either because like i'm 32 and you know i hate to say it but i've broken clubs relatively recently and you just like feel so embarrassed afterwards you're like what was the point of that you hit a bad shot and you broke your shaft on top of it yeah. Yeah. you gotta it's buy like, a new one so like it's just, i don't know i guess maybe you grow with age but i still see you see a bunch of older of, guys yeah. just being like slinging stuff around and <laughs> mm. i don't know like i said it's been relatively recent last 12 months for me but Dang. it was just like Ugh, you just feel gross after you just, <laughs> just don't do that, man. So well, then I have to ask, what was the replacement cost? I got a good deal. I'll leave, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah. It, yeah. Fair enough. What, what, what Fair club enough. was it? I broke my driver's shaft in, in Midland. Well, the tee boxes were so hard. And I, you know, golfers always make excuses, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, we do. So it, it was, no. I just remember... Bending down to put my tee in the ground like seven times in a row, my tee kept breaking mm. as I was trying to get it in the ground because it was so dry and hard. And then it stabs your hand. And then so I was like, well, I'm just going to tee it up higher, duck hook it in the water. I'm like, well, I couldn't get the tee in the ground before. I'm going to hammer it in the ground with my driver. Uh, that all happened, you know, in a split second. And the tee won or the tee box, <laughs> both. But yeah, snapped. And that was like the third hole of the tournament. So I played the rest of the round with the three wood. Wasn't pretty. Um, but, so, yeah, after stuff like that, you just, like, it's not worth it. You're out having fun. Yeah, just. absolutely. All right, so must-haves in your bag. What is uh, one of the things, like, I don't know, may maybe name three things that are just, like, can't live without in your bag. Like, that are necessities? Yeah, necessities for you. Like, Maybe specifics. Like, are we talking like clubs? Club yeah, balls. maybe like golf balls, tees. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, club beyond clubs. Okay, but besides like the obvious choices, right? It would be for me like a divot fixer, like a bag of goldfish, and oh, okay. probably my rangefinder. Okay, would be yeah, gotta have a rangefinder for sure, man. I know we live in the desert here, and it's dry like 360 days or whatever of the year. You got to have some rain gear if you're going to play tournaments. Mm. There's nothing worse than, like, you know, you travel two or three hours, even if it's just for a scramble or whatever kind of tournament. And it's not just like you're going to play just a casual round because you play a casual round and a rainstorm comes, just hightail back to the clubhouse. But if you're playing a tournament where it's not lightning, they're probably not going to cancel it if it's just raining. Yeah. So you got to, like, if you 
if you know you're going to play a tournament, you got to have some rain gear. Or if even if it just gets cold, it's like a last you forgot your whatever hoodie or whatever you're going to wear, like at least keeps you a little bit warm, keeps the wind off of you. So I always leave rain gear in mine. I got some women's rain gear from Big Five because that's all they had, and I was in a, I was in a pinch. Like, yeah, it's black on the outside. There's a little bit of lavender and pink on the inside, but nobody knows that. Um, <laughs> Not until now. <laughs> it fits. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, rain gear is a big one. Range finder gotta have. Um, Anytime I ever have loose change in my pocket after a round or during a round, um, I just throw that in a random bag because I don't use like the whole fancy like big silver dollar size ball marks that a lot of people use. That's fine if they do, if they got it from a special place or it holds some kind of memories to them. But I just always use like a run of the mill quarter. Penny. Oh, okay. I don't care. So I always throw that in the bag. So I have a ball mark if I need one. Um, yeah, I think those are probably the main ones for me. I keep it pretty simple in my bag. Okay, very cool. Guys, tonight's podcast is brought to you by the Lucky Bull Grill. Uh, a big shout-out to the restaurant here in Carlsbad, New Mexico. Um, great dishes, but now they also serve uh, mixed drinks, so you'll have to check those out. And they will be opening on Saturdays for lunch as well as dinner starting uh, next week. So definitely be on the lookout for Lucky Bull on the weekends. All right, guys, so back to... Um, just golf in, in general and, and some of the rules, Love stuff it. like that, because obviously we have um, rules that are maybe not seen in other sports and stuff like that. But the first thing that I wanted to ask was playing from the tips. Like, why would people play from the tips at any point other than maybe being pro? Because, like, even in tournaments, there's not really – is that a thing? Unless yeah. you're at the top yeah. tier? No, there's plenty of amateur tournaments. And, like – I mean, it depends where you are, like what your skill level is and all that. Like here, the golf courses are so short, at least in Carlsbad and most of the cities around, except if you go to like Rockwind and Hobbs, gets pretty long. If you yeah. play from the tips, I don't ever play from the tips over there. Like just not going to do it. Why yeah. would I put myself <laughs> through all that pain and misery? So, um, so yeah, like around here, the courses are so short, like, you play to your skill level. So like I would throw a number, like it's hard to put handicaps on it, but if you're like a more than like a 15 handicap, yeah, move on up. Yeah, if that no makes the game more enjoyable, even on a short course, and like it'll who speed cares? up the pace of play too. Yeah, yeah. Like I go play from the red tees from the ladies just for fun, just to like see how many birdies I can make. Like there's nothing wrong with it. So, um, yeah, a lot of courses like nowadays, like, in the bigger cities and stuff, we'll put something on the first tee. Like, if your handicap is this, we recommend you play from these tee boxes. Yada, yada, yeah, yada. that's cool. And that's, yeah, it's cool. But the courses here are so short. Like, as long as you can get around pretty good, like, like low, mid, even, like, somewhat high handicap, like, you can still play these courses from the tips. But if you're going to play, like, the really hard courses, you know, yeah. um, there's no reason for it unless you are. Um, or if you're like just super legit scratch and you're trying to work towards a whatever state amateur type tournament or something yeah. like that, then cool. Well, but, here in Carlsbad, there's really not like no a specific hey you're you're gonna be thirty yards back, right? It's it's basically uh, like men's tee, women's tee, seniors and kids tee, right? Um, it, well, they for have the most a, part they have a at the cc Man, probably like under four. under 60 you hit from the tips or whatever the tips yeah. and then oh, if you're over okay. 60 you hit from the yellows and then if you're a woman you hit from the reds oh okay is the way it works here in carlsbad okay for the yeah most part. i say like short courses like usually it goes off a of yardage so like both of the courses here in town are like 6200 yards that's super short mm. you start getting close to 7000 like even good players that hit it a long way Unless, I don't know. It's a it's personal preference, but and kind of I don't pride. hit it that far. Like if I go play a course at seven thousand yards, I don't really like hitting four iron and five iron into par fours at all. Uh, but I'm not a pro, yeah. so yeah. For sure. me, it's a pride thing. I don't. I'm just like I'm not gonna let this course dictate <laughs> where I'm gonna tee off from, and um, if I'm gonna play good, I'm gonna. So like sometimes you just go mid fairway and just go, don't care what the course says. Boom. No, no, no. I'm talking about the tee box. Like, I'm not going to no, be I'm like, 
hey, you're not X, you're not whatever handicap, so you're not playing oh, from the tips. Yeah. And I'm just like, whether I have no business or not playing from the tips, there's a couple courses where I'm just like, like Rockwind. <laughs> you got a pride uh, thing going Red, on. Red Hawk. Yeah. Red Hawk. I'll play Red Hawk from the tips. And I think I've played from the tips almost every time over there. Um, I think the best I shot is like a 78, and it was a struggle fest, but I played it like a man, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Took it off the chin. Huh? <laughs> I, was, I was bad the whole day, but... <laughs> Ruined your whole weekend, man. Um, all right, so you... Um, obviously, like I said, we got unwritten rules, written rules, things that you do in, in golf. What are some of the unwritten rules that you say all golfers should abide by, whether they know it or not? Maybe they're learning right now for the first time. You got to do these things. Go ahead, Dylan. You got um, this one. Uh, unwritten rules? Like one of the ones like, that I think is, is not necessarily written is like don't step over somebody's right ball mark or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, like stepping line. in their line. Yeah, yeah on their yeah. line, exactly. Um, yeah. Another one would be just like standing in front of, like if you were the hole, or the hole was like where your phone was. Like, don't be standing behind the hole as I'm trying to putt. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like how people in pool they get behind the pocket and they're like messing with you. you don't do that. And then of course, like don't be talking while someone's yeah. like hitting or whatever. But I mean, for the most part, there's I mean, there's a, a crap ton that yeah, you could say I mean, are unwritten rules. It depends like what type of golf you're playing too. yeah like true that most of our stuff around here which i like way better is more the casual laid back like we'll be talking busting balls and when yeah. people are swinging like, yeah, we yeah. Don't care. but yeah if we're playing for money or even just playing for pride yeah city hey, championship like, or something yeah, you know whatever then like, you kind of keep those things in mind thing. but if you're just out playing casual then yeah but uh i think you get the main ones just yeah do you guys ever, you know, you're in a tournament. Have you ever, like, called somebody out on something? Because I feel like that's one of the harder things to do in golf. You know, it's like a gentleman's sport, but, you know, somebody's going to do something that's a little bit shady. And yeah. it's hard to tell somebody something. Have you guys ever done that or just kind of go, um, eh? Oh well. I have once. What'd you do? But it was because in the amateur tournaments that I was playing in in uh, El Paso and Las Cruces, they have like a desert rule where if you, if your ball went into the desert, you don't have to look for it. You can take a one stroke penalty and drop it like wherever you feel like it crossed uh -huh. and you can drop it even in the fairway and it was a one stroke penalty. But if you go look for your ball in the desert and you find it, then you have to play it exactly where it's at. And that's what one of the guys I was playing with did. Um, he went and looked for his ball, found it and is like, I'm going to take a desert rule into the fairway because I can't hit it. And I was like, sorry, big dog, but you went and looked for it. Like, you found it. Like, you have to play it right there. You can take a drop if you want, but it's a club length, like, in that direction. And he was all butthurt about it. And I was going to say, I, the climate has to change, Oh, yeah, right? big time, like, in a hurry, too. And so mm -hmm. we had to get a – I was like, you can ask these other guys if you want because we're playing with, like, two or three other guys. And they called over there, and they're like, sorry, man, like, that's the rule. Like, if you didn't – want to take the chance of finding it and you could have taken the desert rule, but you yeah. went and looked for it and you found it and kind of shed a luck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. All right. Anything with you? I don't think I have a ton other than just like, if someone asked me for my opinion, like if they do need to take a drop, like say their ball ended up on the cart path, which side of the cart path should they drop on? You know, just kind of stuff like that. But as far as just like blatantly seeing someone break the rules on purpose or on accident for that matter, like, I don't. I don't think so. I don't play a ton of singles type tournaments anymore. He either. does it to me all the time. Yeah. I gotta win, man. Fair enough. Okay. If you could play uh, with one person, who would it be? And it can't be Tiger Woods. Go for it. I gotta represent KU, University of Kansas. Uh, I go with Gary Woodland, um, major champion. A little bit lesser known in terms of all the stars on the PGA, but he's a major champion. Um, just came back from a brain surgery, actually. Oh, wow. Came back, yeah. played a couple weeks ago in Maui or in Hawaii. So um, I think it'd be really cool to play with him, you know, just because we got common ties with KU, and he's a just a beast on the golf he's course. A stud. He hits these nasty stingers with the two iron, like 
seven feet off the ground that go 280 yards. That's like, wild. I would just like to see that yeah. in person <laughs> yeah. from, from anybody. So, so yeah, he's my honestly one of my favorite golfers. You know, even though he's maybe doesn't have the most pedigree, um, just to win in the past and then come back from from his illness there is really cool. So yeah, shout out G Dub. What about you? Yeah. Dylan? Um, honestly, I'd probably have to go with like Victor Hovland, just because he's always smiling. He just it seems like I don't know. I'm always smiling. I think we'd be laughing and doing some stupid crap. <laughs> and, then, and then he used to blade chips across the greens and stuff too. So, I mean, that's yeah. something we have in common. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> in big moments. Yeah. Um, what about celebrity? You get one celebrity you can, you can have group up with you. Who would it be? Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, really? Yeah. yeah. All right. Like the ent- like entourage? Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. like the yeah. entourage. Try, try my driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, I, I'd have to go with like some kind of comedian, maybe like Burt Kreischer or something. I know he oh, had a golf man, ball yeah. at the Live Tournament there a few months ago, so he's a pretty athletic guy and just an absolute riot. So I'm sure I'd have fun with that. I don't try not to drink on the golf course because, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, like some people say, it loosens them up and makes them better at golf. Maybe it does for them. Doesn't work for me. So really, if, okay. I'm, if I'm trying to play a good round of golf, I'm not drinking till after. And if I play a good round of golf, then I'll celebrate. But I'd probably let that slide with Bert or somebody like that, you know, mm-hmm. have a few. Is that the cat that rips his shirt off all the yeah. time? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. athletic? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's got the pot belly now, but uh, he <laughs> – Fair enough. Yeah, he could swing a golf club, hit a baseball, all of that. So I think that would be a good time. So the next thing, you know, building off of taking drinks or having drinks on the course is your – well, you might not have it, but maybe you do. Yeah. Your, the drink you of your choice on the – on the cart so when i'm playing scrambles like four-man scramble yeah i definitely am gonna drink because you got four people to hit a good shot we can probably manage that and if mm-hmm. we don't whatever we're out to have a good time it's usually charity tournaments so i just drink like light beer you know ultras stuff like that but if we're playing individual play your own ball um i pretty well tone it back i might crack one open the last three or four holes but same deal there light beer i'm not not trying to get like fall down uh, <laughs> yeah sideways when i'm no ipas yeah or... no absolutely not none <laughs> of those ever for me okay but fair uh <laughs> but yeah usually just the light stuff if we're gonna be out having a good time in a non-serious type environment that's cool but yeah um usually not much at all when i'm trying if i'm playing for money or individual score try to focus um, on that serious or not serious i'm probably going straight like tito's Straight, straight, straight Tito's. Tito's. Like a fifth. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> just with ice, no, like maybe. No, um, I don't know. It's gonna sound really girly, but like a spiked like lemonade. Okay. On Nothing the golf wrong course, with it, man. I mean, on the golf oh, course, man. I think anything goes. Like I love nothing's it. girly to me on the golf. If you're gonna get something super sugary, maybe yeah. you know, but. But that they I mean, usually it's, put it's like refreshing. a little cherry in there, and yeah. I make sure it's in a styrofoam cup so no one can see it, like what's inside. No, I get but, I get made fun of all the time for drinking seltzers yeah. and stuff. Whatever, man. It's well, fun. my thing is like, the is a John Daly. It's oh, like yeah, an Arnold are, Palmer, but it's yeah. just what spiked. With, it's like those a, uh, a lemonade vodka or something. Yeah, like those that. are good. Those are sweet tea dangerous. vodka. Yeah, they're yeah. they are <laughs> those, yeah, those sure. Ar- Arnold Palmies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arnie Palmies, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> gotta, gotta happen, man. But yeah, there's. I mean, mixed drinks on the course. I think at any time is dangerous. So like, yeah. I don't typically I do sh- it. I usually shut it off at one. I have yeah. one and I loosen up or whatever, yeah. and then I'm kind of just like chilling. I was gonna yeah. say limit limit it to maybe two decent sized mixed drinks on a full yeah. like if you're gonna yeah, really mine, go. Mine's like those styrofoam yeah. cups, like the toss up size. Thirty two ounce. Yeah. yeah. One yeah. of those and I'm sipping on it probably for that whole round. I was gonna say for light beer though, you know, you could probably yeah, crush I mean, about eight to ten if it's hot. If it's eighteen holes and you're playing for six hours, yeah. Man, I play with some guys like I said, I know I said whenever I get Past a certain point, I'm not shooting under par. Yeah. There's just no no way. But there's definitely some guys, I don't know if they're built different or what, but <laughs> like, I won't name Tiger names. vision and yeah, they, when they, they, <laughs> just, like, they get about eight or nine deep, and they're like yeah. on another level and start making putts and hitting bombs off the tee. And, and they're usually the guys that are the most fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. All right, so um, you've got a tournament. 
All right. Um, tea times at 8 a.m. When do you get there? What like what is the what is the setup for something like that? Is it eight oh one? You're taking your first hack of the day. Uh, depends but, what kind of tournament yeah. and what the night before held. Uh, <laughs> uh, I said I don't drink much while Let's I'm playing. Let's go competitive tournament. You want to you want to have a, a a good score? Like you are serious about it. Like we'll say the what is it the championship yeah, of the country like club, club championship yeah. or city championship whatever like I don't know I, probably forty five minutes early is the most I'll get there early mm. even if I'm serious went to sleep at nine o'clock the night before which probably didn't happen either but because um, I get to a point where I just start hitting too many golf balls hitting so many putts and then you're just like you get what else out. am I gonna do before yeah. tea time I don't know those guys on TV like. They get there three hours early, but they have like a set routine, and it. And they're used to hitting thousands them. of balls. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. So I usually limit it. Like I'll hit like twenty balls, regardless of if we're just playing for shits or if we're playing in a tournament. Um, I just hit like a little tiny bucket. I'll spend more time putting and chipping. Um, you know, if it's in the morning, I probably got to take a dump. That's usually my time. So <laughs> yeah. No, give me a little time for that. Um, yeah. But. And then if it's like just a run-of-the-mill tournament, yeah, it might be two minutes before. I usually get there probably about an hour. Okay. I, I try. Yeah. I mean, for like a serious tournament because, like, I know a lot of people. So just me trying to like go putt or something. There's gonna be a bunch of people coming up. Like, hey, how's it going, man? Good. Mayor, Mayor Carl's back yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody no, wants to talk sure. to. Him. <laughs> Golly. So I don't know. Sometimes I just show up with my airpods in and that way i can kind of like focus up but like you said i usually i'll spend probably like 15 minutes stretching and then i try not to hit too many balls because like for me anyways i hit balls and then if i go putt or chip or something my back starts getting like tight because i stretched it out and then i'm not doing anything but like standing up so yeah i usually just hit a few balls I then you start hitting too many balls, and if it's going left or right, you you're start like thinking about it too much, trying exactly. to fix something right before a competitive round, which, which is never a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. So, but a regular yeah. tournament, I'm probably showing up at. If it starts at eight, I'm showing up at like seven fifty-eight. Yeah, yeah, fifty-nine. <laughs> mm. I usually cruise up to the pro shop. Well, hold are we starting on? They're like, you're on fifteen. I'm like, cool, later. <laughs> Do you still have the golf cart that goes like forty miles an hour? Yeah. Yes. Do you really? Yeah. You still have it? Yeah. Any stories you have with with that? Um. Yeah. Bad boy. Yeah. Uh, I almost killed me and my wife. Uh, oh. Serious note. Whoa. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh. You know, there's that big old like after you tee off on sixteen, that par three, mm -hmm. you go down that big hill. Yeah. Well, uh, I actually have it on video. So stupid. Wow. And uh, there's a deer right there off of the cart path, sitting there like grazing. And I was like, babe, record this. And so she recorded it, and I punched it going down that hill. Like, I was flying. And that deer, like, oh, and no. luckily it went, like, the other way into the fairway. But I was just telling her, I was like, if that deer would have ran, like, across our, like, across the cart path, we would have plowed it and probably died, the both of us, like, going 30 in a golf cart and hitting a deer. That thing hauls, dude. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it no, gets after sure. it. No. no, his favorite thing to do is <laughs> after he hits his shot and I'm just sitting there chilling, like, oh, good shot, bro. Um, just as soon as he gets back in the cart, boom, just smashes it. <laughs> throws a good whiplash. Like, yeah. I never wise up to it, I guess. I don't know. It's funny every time for him. But. You, you know what's even funnier <laughs> is whenever I'm like, I grab my stuff, I'm like, all right, you can take the cart, and he would forget. And so he, like, he <laughs> do it to myself. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Uh, my cart's immobile, so I'd still rather have yours. <laughs> that thing drives me nuts, man. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Um, all right, so any other – what other stories do we have? Do you have any other, you know, flashes with danger, with death? On the course or anything um, crazy that's happened? A golf ball coming your way? I've been hit twice. You've been hit? Yeah, twice. Once in the back and once in the leg. Oof. Yeah, was that, it legitimately like, ow, this hurts, or was it off well, a bounce? Or? One of them, the guy that hit the one that hit me in the back, he wasn't very good, and he kind of like, I don't know, hosled a wedge, and it still kind of went high. And one of my bigger friends went in like, cowered behind me and he's got like <laughs> he's got like five inches and like 150 pounds on me and he comes and hides behind me and i'm just like 
like what's where's it at and it popped me like right here like uh. right underneath the shoulder blade and it wasn't too bad but the other one on 17 someone hit their drive while i was down there in the bottom and it like skipped one time and hit me like in the thigh mm. and that one sucked that one really sucked because that's the one where you can kind of see but you kind of can't yeah, like you in can some see areas the green but you can't see like if someone's in that little like like 50 yards short like you can't really see them yeah no i've never been hit surprisingly i've been playing for 20 you ain't golf with me enough (laughs) (laughs) dylan's got a new mission now yeah Yeah, he about got me today i really really impressive almost drive the green on four and end up with a bogey barely yeah (laughs) really i was like 20 yards short I don't even think it was, it was probably like 15, oh, yeah. 15. You were on the fringe pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I bladed my chip across the green. Golly, about four <laughs> feet high. <laughs> right. Dang. That's scary. No. Right, right into the trees. <laughs> uh, most of my stuff on the golf course just be self-inflicted, and you're like walking, not paying attention, just dangling clubs, and you just smoke yourself right in the ankle. You're just like, mm. it's yeah, just those the suck. Yeah. But I've never been hit by a ball, fortunately. I'm sure I will, like in a week now say something but i was gonna say the only time i've ever really been hit by a ball was i worked at the golf course for a summer and i was like weed eating and they have the big mowers going you know like the tractor mowers or whatever and guy was just kind of like headphones on wasn't paying attention well it wasn't really his fault but he hit a golf ball and it kicked up across the street at the muni so he was like by the range and i was on the par three and it hit me and i was like what the heck was that you know it kind of hurt and nobody was around, nobody was playing, just that guy going. And I was like, it must have came off of that blade. And it was, you know, shredded to yeah. pieces. And no, so when was I was in college, back. I worked I worked at the course in town in Lawrence, uh, Kansas. And I worked there, didn't get paid. I got paid with free golf, you know. But okay. had to drive the range picker. It's all caged in, that one. But there always be people trying to hit you. I just, I, I'm guilty of like, it. Just Everybody like, does that. <laughs> like, if you don't do that, you're not human. Yeah. You'd spend more time like even driving close just to give them a chance. And just like, <laughs> you, you hack, dude. That's you need hilarious. to practice more. Get it together. I'm 40 yards away and you can't hit me. But no, you at least knew you had a little bit of protection there. Gary Woodland was hitting a stinger at me from 40 yards I, even with the protection on the card no, I wouldn't yeah. be there I was no. going to say what is the protection is it like just a it's mesh like, wire yeah that's it's all it is? relatively heavy duty it's yeah. I don't know I guess it depends on the course there's probably somewhere yeah. you're still you're still probably you know, somewhere they skimp a little yeah. more but I wasn't too worried about it I was also 20 years old and even more dumb than I am now yeah. so I don't know <laughs> um all right so hardest shot to hit in golf what is it everybody's got theirs that they struggle with I mean, unless you don't have one that you struggle with. What's oh, yours? Oh, that's easy, man. Like a 40-yard bunker shot is widely considered. A lot of people even, like, just so hard. You can't decide, like, do I want to try to pick it clean with a half swing and get it to spin, or do yeah. I want to blast it out with a full swing and mm. then leave it 50 feet short? So that mid-range bunker shot, like greenside bunkers – not that hard as long as there's good sand in the bunker and you're not short-sided but then and then like full swing bunkers as long as the lips not in the way right in front of you if you got 80 90 or more yards like you just pick it clean hit it full keep your bottom half um nice and solid but that 40 50 yard range where it's not a full swing if you're picking it it is a full swing if you're trying to blast it and hit all the sand under it's just impossible to judge i hate it hole three at the club you hit what you think's a perfect drive and you're in those stupid bunkers on the right and you're like i said 30 to 50 yards out and it's just brutal i was gonna say you made those other shots seem like just well they're nothing they're easier than that i still screw them up but at least like (laughs) maybe six out of ten times you get those ones right and whereas that 40 yard bunker shot one out of 20 maybe i get it inside wow. of 15 feet yeah. it's just i'm surprised you, you said that because i actually think it's probably one of my favorite shots to hit oh i'm sure it is <laughs> <laughs> let's see you don't have bunkers at the muni so yeah you i play out of the dirt quite a bit <laughs> <laughs> um let's see if i had to say hardest shot um a par three wind howling 
Um, it's like a short, short yard is probably like a hundred and like 15. So it's making you kind of guess what wedge to hit. You don't mm. want to put too much spin on it, spin it off the green water short. Um, no bunkers anywhere in sight, just water everywhere. It's probably like the green's probably about the size of this table. <laughs> <laughs> it's floating. Yeah. It, it, it moves. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's got one anchor with a chain down. And it's moving with the current. Yeah. That, for me, whew, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. When they just but, put a red solo cup yeah. in water and you got to, yeah. No, I've yeah, been there. Um, no, I don't. Just a really tight lie on probably like some dirt probably is a pretty hard shot to hit because i mean you open it up for like a little bit of forgiveness but you open it too much it's going to skip right off and you're going to blade it and if you don't catch the ball first you're going to hit behind it and it's gonna so it's pretty tough sure what ball are we using when we go out there and play because you know somebody like me find some I'm going to use that, you know, yeah. somebody gives me for Christmas. Cause you know, yeah, Christmas, yeah. if somebody's like, Hey, you like golf? Yeah. Cool. Here's some, like, balls. here's some top flights. Like, here you go. And, you know? and sometimes they don't know any better. Right. And, and I'm, they're I'm just not doing gonna, a nice gesture. And yeah, so, yeah. I'm not taking them back. I'm using them. Cause yeah. it's yeah. not going to matter to me, but for you guys at some points, you know, obviously there's going to be times where you, you can mess around. You go to the par three course and just yeah. play around. doesn't sure. really matter, but you're playing competitively. What are we, what is like the best feel? My ball gets like one scuff on it, and I'm changing it. Really? Like, okay. I'm real picky when it comes. I'm like, you can call it whatever you want, but I'm real picky. I, I play a Pro V One X left dash, and um, just if they and it sucks because like we were talking about it today on the course where you play the Muni and it kind of you can mess up a lot of golf balls real quick. Yeah. If if you like to keep them like half halfway new, yeah. you know what I mean. He plays prototypes, this guy. <laughs> no, I play pretty much the same ball as Dylan. Dylan, I just play the regular Pro V1X, but I just switched back to that, like, in the last eight or ten months, really. I played TaylorMades for a long time, uh, TP5Xs. I like the pixel balls. They, like, distract me enough, but I got in a little bit of a funk, and I don't think it was the ball. I know it wasn't the ball. It's not. It's never the ball. The ball. It's always the ball. So yeah. I, I switched to Pro V One Xs, yeah. which is what I played, you know, years ago and all that. And pretty good off the tee. Still go a long way. Spin them around the green. I think Dylan's ball is a little less spinny than mine with the left yeah. dash, but it just depends what you like. Like Dylan hits the ball straighter than me too, so that's why, you know. Could have something to do with the ball because he's playing a little less spinny ball, but probably not. Um, I need it around the green because <laughs> my chipping is so terrible. If I like hit one a little not good, at least it maybe still has a little spin. And and you guys really get a, you guys really feel that though. Like for me, I'm like, oh cool, I hit a shot. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what I hit, yeah. but it was a good one this time, so I'll take it. But for you guys, it's like you you hit them enough to know you have a pretty good way. idea. Yeah. Of like as soon as it's you hit so the crazy. ball, what it should feel like if you're trying yeah. to hit a particular shot like kind of like oh yeah like i clipped that one good or that was a little thin like that's not yeah. gonna spin like yep. you you get a good feel for it golf yeah. is like one of the only sports that i can think of that you can change your ball and cho- choose your ball yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like what what other oh yeah get, what other sports that. you know bowling maybe is yeah. the only one that really comes to mind but, but like, beyond yep. that it's like regulated ball you have to yeah regulated to basketball ball. Yep. football oh man patriots pump the brakes. right yeah. <laughs> just depends on who we're talking about but there's, no there's, you got a good point there yeah and like for when it comes to the type of ball like usually like you're closer to scratch handicaps they're more worried about not spinning the ball too much yeah if that makes sense because like there's nothing worse when you're like 80 yards out. You hit what you think's a perfect wedge shot, and then it spins back like 20 feet, and you're like, yeah. "I might as well have just rolled the thing up there because it's mm, the same difference." Yeah. So yeah, usually like, and the really really good players can control that with how they swing, you know, angle attack, shortening up, using different clubs. But us, you kind of just pick a middle of the road ball where it's not super spinny, but still. Gives yeah. you enough when you need it. Sure. I got to, we, we got to get a replay on Dylan addressing the camera right there. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was like Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> type of Will Smith stuff right there. Um, all right. So 
do you have um, any desire to slip into some Sunday red when that comes around? TaylorMade, Tiger Woods, they just partnered. They've already been partnered up before, right? Yeah. But Clubs. he fell out with Nike. They're not, I think they're going to start discontinuing golf. In Nike, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they I did. think that's I kind know. of they the did. rumor. They did clubs years ago, yeah, which and balls too, wild. right? Yeah, yeah clubs eventually too. So yeah, I remember you know. Nike one blacks. Speaking of balls, we yeah. played those back in high school. Those things spin, oof, really crazy. Yeah, yeah. Tiger you hit them like spin. twice yeah. and cover just be shredded on them like an old <laughs> old balada ball. But it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> moving into this new you know apparel line, I looked at it. The trademark is is made for everything like everything from pants and and joggers and sweatshirts to like balls equipment everything so we might start seeing you know just basically yeah. designer tailor-made yeah for tiger woods so I, what do you think i hope so because i really would have liked to have seen him go to like like fj or something like something that was already more like clothing like based yeah group. no because i mean <laughs> just, that's what i think of when i think of well because like, he, he already wears their shoes oh right? does he yeah. yeah he was wearing them even when he was still sponsored with nike that's why there was a big old deal about it because oh. he's wearing their shoes sure but i just their quality of like like clothing lot wise is really really nice and yeah. i think they could i'm not gonna say marketed it better but i mean they're already like top of the line clothing and like golf accessories I mean, and Taylor May is really just known for clubs and balls, not really mm -hmm. apparel or anything. Yeah. So it was a perfect time for them to pull been. the trigger, you yeah. know. Well, yeah. it's perfect time for Taylor May too, you know. No, like, hey, let's that. launch. Well, it's like yeah. who can with foot, the man. Who can foot the bill? Like Tiger's forty-seven years old, I think, but no, he's he, still the most famous golfer oh, of all time, and he's going to be for Without a long a time. So yes, he is. He can pretty well say what he wants, and so he probably picked his what? number. He can do whatever yeah. he wants. Yeah. I mean, what's crazy to me, I guess. What was crazy to me when the news came out with them parting ways was that Nike must be moving somewhere else because they stuck with him through. You ain't lying. The yeah. very thickest and the very yeah. thinnest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't just, uh, you know, sure. here and there. It was everything. So yeah. crazy. All right. So let's see. Um, how do we. So this is actually something that is probably my, on my pet peeves list and definitely for you guys, too. Um, here at the course locally, we've seen idiots tear oh, up greens man. using ATVs or trucks or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what they do, but you know, they tear up the greens. How do we stop that? I mean, do we use like deer camera or what is it like wildlife cameras? You know, um, even that, yeah, I don't know. Well, cause what do like, you think? I work for the city and so I know here recently we just put a, um, a light base up and it's we're gonna be for a security pole like on hole nine okay uh for security cameras and they're gonna be able to watch like the whole course from that but i mean at the same time it would just be nice if we didn't have a bunch of like just idiots that wanted yeah. to tear up stuff for no reason because yeah. like you had to go way out of your way to go like do donuts on the golf like what was like what was the point of that? I was really hoping they just flip their truck and roll it down the hill. I know, honestly, fifteen, I yeah, to, with that hill behind it, yeah, would have been it's all dangerous. Over. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's the scariest like, one to do it on. Yeah, I don't know what you do. Like, like, I don't know. I don't even know who it was. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if it's just young dumb kids or what, but you would hope they'd know better. So in the future, yeah, like, yeah. Security that, cameras, yeah. lights, whatever it is. Like it's a shame it comes to that. Gates, fences, I don't. Yeah. yeah that or just, I don't know, because that's a. Those are two good golf holes. In yeah. There. The one, the green's open, but it's. It's all still got tire up. tracks on yeah. it. It's. Dylan likes to put it off the green, back down the you ravine on the backside, leave, and it's. That was, <laughs> that was rough. He would never do that if there wasn't tire tracks on it for sure. hundred um, percent. And then. <laughs> the whole nine. Whole nine, I used to birdie. I've Every time I played it, you know, I haven't birdied it a single time since they have a temporary green, which I understand they have to have a temporary green because someone tore up the real one. It's just, what it's is a, a temporary shame. green? Because I haven't been out there. Oh, they just put a, a cup with a flag in the middle of like, like about 40 yards short of the actual green. Okay. Yeah. They just mowed it really short and oh. put a flag in a hole out there. I birdie like every time I play. Yeah, now. Dylan can putt on the fairway <laughs> real good. <laughs> real, real good. But, yeah, I don't know. No, that's a great golf course. The design of that golf course, it's awesome with the elevation change. And it's just a shame that those couple of greens got ruined. You know, it's 
hundreds of thousands of dollars to fix yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, it is. You know, so it's ridiculous. It is. All right, final question uh, of the night. We're going to get to that here in just a bit. But once again, wanted to say a big thanks to our sponsor, Lucky Bull Grill, for uh, making this podcast possible. And uh, if you guys get a chance to, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. It would really mean a lot and then help out uh, what we do with All Sports Best. All right, final question. Best radio station for golf. If you have like a Pandora station, <laughs> you, get, you know, you get to type in whatever you want radio what's it gonna be you can you can name a couple but like you have you can only pick one one you know. go-to yeah you you can pick a couple but then like gun to your head I, one at the end i got two okay one of them is one like, of them's 50 cent one of them's yeah 2000 hip-hop and r&b <laughs> love it that's the best <laughs> bangers but 100 gun to my head my go-to and i catch a lot of crap for it because everyone thinks i'm joking around but I like some disco funk. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I throw it on. Oh, Would we know any song? Like, is it just random? You don't even know the no, artists? I, I know quite a bit of them. Like, what is that? Like, Bee Gees? Yeah, Bee Gees, um, like Aretha Frank. It's just like oh. the old school, you know what I mean? Sure, sure, I don't sure. know. You get yep. the head bobbing. You get some, it's all right some out funky there. jams. I'll give it to him. He plays it a lot. But it's <laughs> it's different. Not You don't hear it out there very much. Yeah. I, I'm kind of in the same boat, aside from the disco piece there. If I'm going old school, I'd do, like, just some classic rock, you know, 70s or 80s or whatever. But, um, like, one of my favorite people to play golf with, his name's Gary. Um, he always listens what's to it? What's it called? Man. It's like hip-hop. Hip-hop barbecue. Pic- yeah. I yeah. was going to say picnic. Interesting. Yeah. That's a good one. And it just plays, like, a bunch of, like, 90s just bangers like, yeah really yeah. stuff you don't hear very often anymore and so they just like crack you up like yeah yeah so those are good ones for sure yeah no i think like one of the ones that so you said the 50 what is the era it was 2000 2000s hip-hop and r&b 2000s yeah. Yeah. yeah what's yours yeah i think mine's in that same era i like country on the co- golf oh, course personally which you hate but <laughs> for me i'm like that's all that's where, that's where i'm at like brooks and dunn george Strait, like that era of greatness. Little neon moon yeah. over here. I love it, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Golly. Hey, he can sing, though. Yeah, you know what? I, I, just, yeah. I just don't like it when somebody plays something that's, like, too, like, fast for me. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not, like, You don't, you don't like Twista? There. Whenever somebody... <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely love Twista, but, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. That's Yeah. Yes, I will do fast. I yeah, have to say that. <laughs> start messing up your tempo. You yeah. Swing, too, man. That's, like, my... So slow. Mm-hmm. Start getting some twister in there. I'll really be hitting duck hooks. <laughs> I don't know. It, you just can't go wrong with disco, man. Disco. It's old All school right. funk. So that's the big uh, piece of advice. Uh, yeah. Play golf with disco. Everyone's sleeping on it, but you don't know how many times, Trey, we've been playing it and someone thinks I'm playing it like to joke around. They're like, why are you listening to that? <laughs> go ahead and change it. And I'm like, no, I like it. They're like, oh, sure. And then Trey's like, no, he really does. He listens to it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. Definitely appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for thank having you. Me. Thanks yeah. for having us. Absolutely.